This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. I just found out my married son had an affair and the woman may be pregnant. Like when I drive to work, I see pineapples. I breastfed all my children at the same time. I also breastfed my husband. What? what? And then all of a sudden, this thought creeps into my head. What if I teleport to the roof? You guys want to talk about boobs for a quick second? We're going to get into some ghost stories and stuff like that. But, Lauren, I posted a picture of you um, as a penis. I am not friend of. I am not housewife, maybe. I am housewife. I just don't see a reason for me to listen to your podcast. Okay, all right. Okay. <laughs> um, needless to say, we wind up having sex. Whoa! Whoa! Meg! I think my life without television would have been drastically different. Sex in a car is probably something you're not that great at. I was great at that, actually. Rich Wachili is not hairy. I will say this. No one gets more unsolicited drinks thrown at them than now. Lauren Scalia is my Venmo if you guys want to send me some money. Uh, Chris Manzoe, as usual, nothing changed there. Having you on the show was a mistake. Here's my thought. I just had an idea, but I forgot it. The dating life in general should have just straight-up contracts. should be like sports. What's up, everybody? Dear Albie, Chris is back. Hey. Chris, we're here again. Yeah. Feeling good. I feel good. We're very efficient today. I see that. Light and tight. Small mm. group. I like it. Intern Jules here as well. Hi, guys. Intern Jules got her first uh, real glimpse of what the show is like with Chris. Yeah. Um, very, very recently. What did you? What was your <laughs> feedback? Anything that you take away? It's a very. Do you think it's a different show? The same the energy show. Energy is different. The energy. Not that the energy is not good. You know when it's you, mm. but it. Yeah, there's a lot of. So energy. she didn't say better. She said different. No. And then when she. She's got a when beaming. She said not that it. And then it turned. Yeah, into better. she's got a beaming smile on her face yeah. right now, talking about how how Chris is. On when the show. did you realize the show was going to be different when I was here? Like when I walked into the kitchen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you even said, "Are you ready for my energy?" I came in. I came in hot. It's a different in. kind of show when when um, when Chris is on. Yeah, and that's everything. No, listen, you don't. You don't have to. You're not. You know, you know. What? I, I hope it's not like a more mean spirited show when I'm on because I do. I try not to make fun of everyone that writes in, but it just happens every single time. But I, I try not to. It's just like, like I said, they're not here, so you know, it's like it's just so easy. Yeah, but then I have to hear from them. Yeah, because they write into the Instagram. That's true. <laughs> That's true. Jules, Jules is, um, uh, you know, master, uh, basically the gatekeeper of the show. 
and there's like big time correspondence that happens. If you read into this show, um, there have been more than a handful of times where there will be a back and forth between Jules and the right in, um, even posted advice and stuff. They're hitting us with follow ups. There's all kinds of crazy stuff. So what's what are we what are we doing today? Well, we're jumping Nothing into the mailbag. <laughs> um, we got a lot of um, a lot of mailbag stuff. And while you were here, we, we thought it would be a good idea to cover a, a wide range of subjects that people have been writing in about. Um, Jules also has been running the Instagram. We had a couple of really good ones on the Insta. Is the Dear um, Abby thing just out? No. Like we the still old do questions, it. we don't read those anymore? No, we do. We do. We I'm, just, I'm not asking for them. I'm just wondering. No, we do, actually. We have a, we have a number of them that are pretty good. Um, but the community has it's big now. Here's what's. Yeah, like, here's the thing. It's been a big debate, and I'd like to hear from the community on this. Mm-hmm. We were really big on. I have no idea what to make of that the, shit. The, the time thing. it's a funny because like <laughs> I have know, no idea what to make of that. It's like a tongue in cheek thing. Okay, with me. Sounds like it. It's just what we do at the community. <laughs> anyway, um, basically the way we looked at it was the the original uh, folks on on Dear Abby, right? Um, the Dear Abby thing was the stable because we needed it. So you know we we needed it. There was nobody writing in period because it wasn't a thing. After well, to be fair, we were making up questions for a while. There was one. We show. were emailing ourselves questions like from fake listeners. Well, because like we were like, oh yeah, the people are gonna write in. In my head, I'm like, like oh no, no one's ever, know. no one's ever gonna write in. So like whatever. I think like so, we can admit that now, right? Yeah. I think you actually have in a couple of podcasts okay. before. Yeah, yeah, but whatever, no big deal. I think we admitted it while we were reading those. <laughs> we were but, like, this is written from Sam from Washington, but really us. Yeah. <laughs> but the thing was, like now, what I found is everybody that writes in, and you'll see it when people. I get a vibe that they really, really want our intake or, or um, uh, our input or advice, whatever. I kind of feel bad. So it's been lately a little bit more pushed to the side, the Dear Abby stuff. Does that bother you? No, but I do have another thought. It's not like we're the only Bravo-related talk show that has fake written-in questions. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> anyway. Uh, but does it bother you that we don't bring up as many Dear, dear no, Abby's? No, I'm just, just curious. Honestly, it 100% happens, just I curious. would say like one, one every – If it no. were me mm-hmm. – I would probably read one, like the top of the show, that kind of just covers what we're going to talk about for the rest of the show. We tried. So we actually had an entire thing based on that. That's why a lot of these things happen. So, mm-hmm. for instance, we had a question. Um, sometimes I'll just make a make a move on the fly. Would you like to see an example of that? Sure. Um, basically, so now you were on the episode where we were talking about being rude. Uh-huh. Right? Well, on that episode, the way we were actually supposed to break that whole thing down mm-hmm. – um, and I'll give you a chance to answer it if you want to uh, avenge Abby, if you think we're getting too big, if, we think we're, if you think we've gone Hollywood on you. Um, the way that whole thing was supposed to start, dear Abby, my wife constantly craves compliments about her age. When we meet people, she regularly asks how old they are, which I think is rude and inappropriate. Then she asks me if I know how old they are, and I say no because I don't think it's any of my business. She then asks them, how old do you think I am? Almost always they guess low, which makes her happy. She thinks there's something wrong with me for not being curious about someone's age. Abby, is it appropriate when meeting someone to ask how old he or she is? To me, it's like asking how much they weigh, which is also none of my business. Is my wife rude or am I just the one with the problem? I like people but don't need the intimate details of their lives minding my own business. I don't think you need to take such a firm stance against asking people their age. Like you could think one thing or the other, but you don't have to like – he seems really set in that, like like he will never ask an age. Yeah, I mean, I 
I'll ask people how old they are. Yeah, I don't really mind doing that at all. Do you? But now you, as a as a as a young woman, <laughs> you're not. That's like the thing. As guys, really, you're not. No one really gives a shit if you ask a guy how old they are. But right. If you ask a girl, like, you're not supposed to. Ask I forget how old I am all the time. So you're you're younger though. You're mm-hmm. you were saying earlier you go to classes still. So you're yeah. like early twenties, right? I'm gonna guess like, can you drink yet? Yeah, we we talked about this. When yeah. we went out to lunch. I forget everything. <laughs> Rude. <laughs> Super rude. Super rude. rude. Um, yes. Okay. So, at what age do you decide you don't want to like kind of project for the future? At what age do you think you won't want people to ask you that question, or do you think you'll never care? I don't think I'll care. It's just dumb to care I, about. I feel I like think right. I'll be fine with like how old I am, and yeah. I mean, people think I'm 17 still. I went to my cousin's college. She's younger than me. Last weekend, and her friends were asking if I'm a senior in high school. Oh, really? And I'm a senior. You in definitely college. look young, but like. Hold on. You know, you're, you're doing it, um, <laughs> whatever that means. So, um, <laughs> I, think, um, I, I just think it's dumb. Like I always, like I was talking to someone the other day and, um, they're like, yeah, I'm 32. Like, Oh, and I was like, did you not see it coming? Like, did you, did, did you not, did you think you were just gonna, like, what did you math. think happened? Like you kind of have to expect all the, you hope, you hope it goes all the way up. Yeah. Well, you know what? There yeah. are things the higher though, the better, really, when it comes to ages. Uh-huh. No, it's funny because no like, one's ever like he died at twenty eight. Like lucky son of a bitch, never made it to thirty. Well, people like, that's will not say, what like when you get older, right? <laughs> you'll say, "Oh man, when I was in college or I was in my yeah, my young mid twenties, like I would go out and I would bounce back right away. No hangover, no nothing. You know, uh-huh. no big deal. And then all of a sudden, I got to like twenty eight, twenty nine, thirty, and like man, like it takes me a while to recover. Well, yeah, in some cases, I think. That's true, but there's also the fact that by the time you turn 27, 28, you've been drinking for a decade, and your body's also just kind of had it. Like you think so? Those are also mm-hmm. there's a habit. You think if you don't stuff. drink your whole life, then you start drinking at 27, you'll you can make it to like 35 without being hungover. I think well, it's an I, age thing. Well, I I think that your age impacts everything, right? Like like there's levels and this that the other, and I'm I'm you know pretty big, com- you know, a pretty big person in that whole world. Like I, I do a lot of research on that type of stuff, but. I do think your habits have so much to do with it too. The way you age, your your it's an energy thing. Your body can age by how much energy it's spending getting garbage out of your system a lot of the time. Yeah. Huh. I don't know. I just think like because sometimes I'll get like hammered and I'll wake up and I'll be okay. Another time I'll do like three beers and I wake up and I I want to shoot myself. So like hmm. I I think there's just like a science experiment when you hit a certain age of like what you ate times what you drank times Definitely. what time you went to sleep times. You there's, know what I mean. There's factors to both, I think. Well, I mean, you know, different for it, it, I think it is different for everyone. But, you know, do you want to hear what Abby said about this question? This age yeah, thing? Sure. Um, it's a dear minding. Many people dislike being asked their age. And to ask that question of a stranger is not appropriate. That your wife raises the subject because she seeks validation about her looks is sad. I'm guessing she will stop doing it when people answer her question honestly. Mm. Damn. Boom. Abby pulling no punches there, nice. but I will say this now, That's true, Chris. Because once somebody's like forty six, we're like, oh my god, I'm never asking this question. Now, do you think, okay, as as really like you know, the on the Mount Rushmore of, of Dear Abby, this is your show too, okay? At the end of the day, do you think now that we did that show, uh, that that rude show, and didn't ask that question, is it missing? Should we be doing an Abby every episode? I I just think yeah, probably at the top of every episode you should start it with like just like a theme. So he just comes in here and just starts like throwing his weight around, yep. saying what we've been doing wrong this he's, whole time. He's Did the I- boss, like the invisible boss that's always at the other location, <laughs> the other <laughs> office. Then when he comes in, it's like oh the boss. Is- <laughs> <laughs> 
No, I just think it's, we it's just, just got chastised. It's just an on. I think it's just on brand. You know, to like it's what started it, and th- the name of the show is Dear Albie. I don't know, but we, I guess it, now it is still answering questions. So it is kind of just an extension of Dear Abby. What do you like, Jules? You like you like the Abbeys or no Abbeys? I don't mind them. I I like when people write in because we get some weird stuff. Yeah, I mean, See, like, I like to write in questions because yeah. people are weird, and people are weirder <laughs> now than they were then. I mean, Chris, people you were sending. I mean? up, did you know about people sending videos in of them dancing with fake urine? Did yeah. you know about that? No. Yeah, we've had yeah. that happen. We've had people. I saw like your Instagrams, like people are sending pee tests or something. But I think I meant to tell you, I'm pretty sure I peed for somebody once. Like. I peed for someone to pass a drug test on. Like you peed in a bottle, or like they went to the bathroom and you were waiting. Like you were like like. I peed in a bottle. Yeah, I did do this because I remember we definitely talked about it, mm-hmm. and then I don't remember if we. Ca- it was high school, so I, I I definitely peed for somebody once. That's pretty serious. How'd you feel about that? I didn't care. You know what else I don't care? This is actually, it's probably a little too heavy for this. <laughs> Sorry. Um, I had a conversation with somebody not long ago about donating sperm. Yeah. And they were like, "I would never do that." I'm not going to have a kid of mine just walking around the planet and not know him. Yeah. And I was like, why? Do you know that they can like, come Like, he's going to get still? raised. Like, that person's going to get raised by, mm-hmm. they're only going, it's not like I'm donating sperm to, like, under a bridge and a baby's going to be hatched. Like, it's somebody that can have a family and wants to take care of somebody. Uh-huh. So, like, they'll probably do a better job than me at it. Because, like, they're, they're trying a lot harder than me, you know? And if I have something that somebody else can't, like, why not give these eyes to somebody else, you know? How you feeling, Jules? How you feeling? This just bounces from like one topic. Nah, I know. It's but totally somebody was show. so offended by it. Like, oh, I'm not gonna have any child of mine. Like, well, who, didn't who cares? Candace just say that you you can't say no? Or you said I can't. I say said no. I can't say no to yeah. people. Yeah, I'm bad at saying no to people. So, guys, if you want, Chris. Unless I'm friends with you, which is weird. And once I like you, I'll say no to you in a second. How do you go from like being wishy-washy about being professionally cuddled and then going off on me when we want to have the the. Uh, the catfish call in to now no, maybe, maybe the catfish being to open, come to my home. Maybe being open to I didn't say where. Now maybe being open to donating sperm to us. No, you yeah. wanted the catfish to come to my home. That'd to be my the apartment. first. That's why I went off. You can't just donate sperm to the second, community. We've been doing this a long time. I forgot about that catfish. Yet. <laughs> second, oh, I thought I ran into her the other day, not for any other reason, but for the fact that she was weird and looking at me like I know you've talked shit about me before. You know what I mean? Anyway, um, and the cuddle thing, I'm just saying. Don't tr- you're, you want to? I don't know if you've talked about this on the oh, podcast or not. Talked about so many times now. What that? What that? They want more money because it's a podcast. Yeah, basically. Like, right. So well, my, I'm just saying, fuck you to that. Well, I gotta pay you double to cuddle with me. Well, no, there, there's some people that are actually interested in cuddling with you that we're actually gonna um, try and set up next week. Uh, but we've been talking about this for so long. I have to be like, it's like almost like the running joke to yeah. just see how long it takes to actually get you cuddled. But we're gonna, we're gonna pull it off. There's just a lot of things happening in the community right now that we're just mm-hmm. getting to. There's gotcha. like a lot of stuff. You know what I mean? Um, but we've got some some really interesting things that did get uh, uh, written in. Um, dear Albie Mailbag at gmail.com and the Instagram. Mm-hmm. What do you want to start, Jules? Do you think you like the Let's Instagram? Start with yours because she sent it in twice. She wants answers. Well, yeah. All right. So this one particular young lady has written in a handful of times. Um, she asked to keep her name anonymous just to do the first name. You want to go old school, Jules? You want to experience what it was like at the start of this whole thing? I'm going to pass this over. It takes me over. so long to read these because I keep putting my I am going to pass this over to Chris. Okay. So long. Here we go. That is actually by far. I'm not far... supposed to say the last name. It's the funniest part about yeah, this whole thing. No, you can't do it. I know. But she's lying. 
it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This is what happens, Jules. This is why, you know, do you know how many more cuts (laughs) take place when Chris does the show? Dear Albie, this is from, can I say the last name and not the first name? No. Okay. What's up, guys? So real quick, we want to give you a note about our sponsor, Wild Foods Co. So Dear Albie is brought to you by Wild Foods Co. And just give you a quick second and tell you what they're about. They're a food company that puts quality, sustainability, and health first in all of their products. They have everything from coffee to fish oil. Uh, I've tried the fish oil also. Big fish oil guy that is tremendous. Every single product is painstakingly sourced from small farms around the globe, which I love. They take their mission seriously to fix the broken food system and believe real food is medicine. Wild Food sources ingredients from small farms around the world. All their products are gluten-free, preservative-free, soy-free, and they have many vegan options as well. Uh, just for our listeners, too, very exciting. They're giving you 12% off your entire order. So if you want, sign up. Go to wildfoods.co slash discount slash albie wildfoods.co slash discount slash albie to get your discount again one more time that's wildfoods.co slash discount slash albie nailed it that's what we're doing check it out you know what now you get neither how about that this is from the writer i like that (laughs) so (laughs) dear albie i was talking to this guy off and on for years I met him in high school and thought he was cute, and we would always end up having sex every time we would hang out, dot, dot, dot. I liked him, and he knows that I like him because he admitted to me, it's the wrong two, uh, to me that he liked me too. That's the proper two, if you, whatever. Uh, and he would always ignore my text most of the time, and after we would have sex with me, and I know he's on the phone a lot, and I guess he's just been ignoring me again, and we met up last month and had sex if you text the way you write emails it's the reason he ignores you jesus christ punctuation next i have heard from him once since october 9th pretty direct uh i've heard from him once since october 9th sorry the night we hung out and to be honest it hurts my feelings because i like him so i guess he's ignoring me now again because he got what he wanted he's been wanting that he'd wanted to have sex but i can't seem to the twos are driving me insane that she uses the wrong twos every time to think that he's just using me and he knows that I'll always talk to him again, even though he always does that because I like I'm not finishing this. Holy <laughs> shit. This isn't even me. This isn't even my right. reading. Uh, to, to put it's a just bow one on long it. run on sentence with the wrong twos and theirs to, to put a bow on it. OK, basically, you know, we, we gave it a try. Chris. You mean, you know, yeah, it's been a minute. Jules doesn't know what how to react. No, Jules, you read that. You read that and you're like, wow, this person's got a good grasp on the English language. You didn't. (laughs) Sorry, I'm being way too Basically, she says, he's been doing this for years and he would randomly text me out of the blue whenever he wanted sex. But I can't seem to think that he's just using me and he knows that I'll ask to that, that I'll ask him even though he always does that because I like him and he knows that I it's guess I'm a nice person I guess I'm a nice person and I give people chances and I'm always thinking he would change but obviously he's still doing the same thing this is the truest thing Hang on, here we go and I just need some advice be, but I'm probably guessing he's using me because that's what it seems to me yeah and it really hurts my feelings I know you can't make someone love you but why would he keep doing this I'm just confused and it upsets me a lot 
Anyways, I look forward to hearing you about this matter. Love your family. Mm. Big fan of you guys. Jessica, we should start over. Uh, okay. So that you, you drop. Yeah, okay. I want to apologize for being so from, mean to from Jessica about her English. Okay. Uh, I love your podcast. Listen to it daily. Don't say my last name or my email. You got it. So we'll okay. just keep Jessica, we're going to start over. You seem upset, so I'm going to give you a pass on the way you wrote that email. She wrote it at 1130, so maybe she was- uh, AM or PM? PM. Okay. So maybe, maybe it's just, you know. It just read as a really, really long rant, and a lot of- the, I'm, it, we're it was get... her second email. Maybe I should read the first one to see if it's a little bit cleaner because maybe she just she got just a buzz co- on. I think she forwarded it. It was just copy-paste? I think so. We got two emails from All right. So, Jessica, here's the thing. You're being used. Mm-hmm. And it's very obvious. Yep. Um, the the truest thing that girls do on Instagram is they'll, every now and then they'll post, like, it's usually, like, either when they're about to break up with someone or just broke up with someone. It's like, if somebody wants to make time for you, they will. Blah, blah, blah. So, <laughs> if, you, if the guy likes you, you'll know it. <laughs> I feel like, right? Like, like there's people that I didn't like that I would like talk to every now and then that I didn't really like enough to like introduce to my family or whatever. The one thing I'll say is I was always really honest where I'd be like, we're probably never going to date because I don't want to deal with that, with that texting and all that. So, mm-hmm. like, and, I, and you should be honest with people. Yeah. So it's just easier. Honestly, it's, it's so much easier. And if he liked you, you wouldn't have, this is just true. You wouldn't have to worry about him responding to your text that he would be reaching out to you exactly and it wouldn't just be and like you keep doing it so it's a little bit your fault too but like you, if you keep going back and you keep hooking up with the guy um that shit's on you like you should say to him like hey you know two-way street here like mm-hmm. how about how about you take me out yeah if he you know? really liked you he'd be texting you and wanting to hang out with you and stuff and i think he'd be kinda, tagging you and shit yeah sending you memes mm-hmm. that's when you know that's when you know when it's a meme thing. Well, when yeah. you send an inbox, I feel like it's like, wow, he's thinking about me. But if he, like, right in the comments, it's like, at, blah, blah, blah. Uh-huh. He's like, I don't care who knows about this. I'm going to tag. I want, you, I want everyone to know how I feel about you. Comments and on your photos, like, certain emojis. That's what I'm saying. Well, I mean, look, also, too, now, does this... You would know. Does does it, what know. I'm saying is you would exactly. know. Here's here's the thing, though, okay? When, it, when we bring up the, you know, is it... Um, she says some thing here that I find not necessarily troubling. We're, we're, here's where I think she's going at it a little bit wrong. Mm-hmm. This guy, if you're every time you meet up and you have sex with him, okay, and you're not talking up until that moment and he's mm-hmm. getting it anyway, you are setting the expectation, unfortunately, that you know he that's doesn't what have you to, want to. He doesn't yeah. have yeah. to talk to you. And that's not good because that's clearly not how you feel. So you got to first think about, all right, what am I doing to communicate to him that that, number one, is okay? Mm-hmm. A lot of times with guides, the actions speak louder than words. So next time he hits you up, you just say, listen, you know, I'm sure you're a nice dude and everything, but I'm just not down for the hookup thing. If you want to get together, get to know each other, talk a little bit, whatever, blah, blah, blah. You know, I'd like to see where this goes. But at the end of the day, you know, if you're just hooking up with him, there's no reason for him to, you know, deviate from any of that. Now, also. Um, and it sounds like a very, like, dirty like sexual relationship like it feel like there's like cars and parking lots and like like it doesn't seem like it's like a romantic right it doesn't seem romantic at all it i mean seems I a lot more i wouldn't like, go that far i mean because she just seems like he's texting her and you know when they meet up they meet up you know and this is also a high school thing so maybe there's something oh, about it's high it. school she knew him well, in high school be having sex anyway no, no 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 it looks like they met uh she's been talking to this guy on and off for years and they met in high school got it so basically every time they they hung out they would hook up the thing is this right that to me, when you're younger, is pretty commonplace, mm-hmm. it seems. And I think what you got to do here's the biggest issue that I've got with this email, right? So, 
She says, I like him. He knows that. I'm a nice person and I give people chances. I'm always thinking of, of, he would change, but he keeps doing the same thing. Um, and she goes, you can't make someone love you. And it really hurts my feelings. Why would he keep doing this? That's not love. No. Nothing about that. Well, you don't love him either. Like, that's just, that's sex. And when you embody the emotion of love saying, oh, that's a sex thing, unfortunately, not a lot of people take that approach. So if you closely correlate the two, then, yeah, you have to have a, basically, like, a uh, somebody's got to earn that with you then, in my opinion. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, you don't just jump into that. Yeah. So I don't look at... I wouldn't want to change this guy if I were her. I would look at it for what it is. And, you know, if he's not aligned with your values for hooking up and stuff like that, then you just don't the do it. The thing is, she didn't mention how far removed from high school she is. So, like, she might be 19 and he might be 20 or 19 also mm -hmm. or whatever. And, like, neither of you are, like, grown enough where you should really worry about that right now. You know what I mean? Like, if you like him... There's just, I mean, I think there's a select few. I guess it depends on where you live in the country, too. But, like, I don't know any 19-year-olds that are, like, looking for love. You know what I mean? If you've known this guy since, if you're 30 mm -hmm. and this has been going on for that long, that's maybe a different conversation where, like, he has some growing up to do and you're there. But I think knowing her age would have helped a lot, too. You want an update? Wow, what do you got? No, we no I want oh, an you update. Want, I thought I you said, do you want an update? I was like, Jules You should respond out. to the email and let her know that I really went in on her grammar, too, because I feel bad about it because she was sad by the end of the email. But I, I think feel... she was a little sad when she was writing it. Maybe had a few drinks. And I, you know, we got a lot of that. I love that. Get a little buzz on. Hit yeah. us up. Mm -hmm. Mailbag, Insta. Skype. Skype. We got the phone <laughs> line. Skype. We have to figure out how the hell to put the voicemails like, on is it. Is it possible to have like a WhatsApp like group text with everybody no. where like my phone wouldn't? We've kicked be... this around. We've got some things coming up we that we have. Yeah. yeah, that we're going to tell everybody about very soon. That we have to decide whether or not we want to go down this road. Basically, we, Jules and I, I get are drunk debating. And just want to talk to people sometimes. Jules and I are debating if Theory and Albie just should flat out have a phone number. Yeah, definitely should. And, like, here's, like, you could just start texting your questions in and stuff like that, which I don't know how I feel about it just yet because I think I think it's funnier to just, like, have, like, it's an off-air phone. Like, like you could just text randomly throughout the night, and, like, every now and then somebody will respond, you know? Yeah. But you know what else? That's kind of just a Twitter, what I just said. Kind of, but, I, but, but you, you want it to right? be, like, you want it to be private. Yeah, it's a little more private. That's true, too. Yeah. I'm down for a phone. I won't, like, you... You keep it. But do you hear what I'm saying though? Like like <laughs> Jessica here Jessica here, like like they people reach out and they wanna have they want answers to these questions. And I think it's you know, it's a nice thing to be able to do. I think so too. But Jessica, don't give it up so quickly. Well yeah, just yeah, like yeah, I, I think that's that plain and simple, just ha know what the value is mm -hmm. of, of of what you want and if you're not getting the same back then just don't do it. And know your worth. Just know your worth. There you go. Jules knows. I mean unless it's good. <laughs> Unless you're both enjoying yeah. it, then <laughs> then you know, then just kick the feelings part out. But, but just, like one of those two things got to go. Yeah, but that's the values thing. If you're just trying to have a good time and all that other stuff, then you've got a perfect right. situation. So then put your feelings aside in that case. Yeah, or put him aside, and let, you know the feelings will eventually die off. But he doesn't sound very fun anyway. Yeah, no. Mm. You want to? We got a couple things here, Jules. We got the the Instagram, and we got a couple yes. more in the mailbag. Where do you think we should go? Uh, let's go with the Instagram. Go ahead. Fresh. The today. gatekeeper. Jules the um, gatekeeper. <laughs> love the podcast. The other day you guys were saying uh, you love crazy stories, so I thought I'd share this one. Please do not use my real name in the po podcast. Call me Raw Dog. What? Okay, Raw Dog. Um, <laughs> 
So one of my husband's best friends was dating this girl for a few months. She was from another country, so she went back there for vacation for a few weeks. A few weeks after she came back, she told my husband's friend that she had cheated on him with her ex-boyfriend while she was on vacation. Not only did she cheat, but she was pregnant with the ex's baby. She said she didn't want to be with the ex, and it really wasn't even possible since they now lived so far apart. After only knowing her for a few months, he told her they could raise the baby together. We were mind blown that he would even stay with her after she cheated, but then also agree to raise the baby. Well, ultimately, she wound up having a miscarriage, but they still stayed together for a bit afterwards. So I thought, Albie and Chris, uh, maybe this would be a good topic about whether you would raise a baby that wasn't yours uh, that happened to be a result of the person cheating. No. Yeah, no. No. That kid would grow up like fucking Harry Potter. He'd be under a staircase and like poked <laughs> with shit. My God. He'd be like so... you and this kid, get the fuck out. You and the kid. A hundred percent. No? Am I wrong here? No, I, I mean. If anything, the kid stays and you go. And like me and the kid are like, like we're friends. Like we'll now, hang out. What if, what if, what if you had a, a type of situation though, right? Where now when it's a result of cheating, that to me is a really, really big like right, if it's from a previous relationship that's different if you right. meet somebody and they're pregnant and single that's even different uh-huh. if it's i went away on a vacation that like i don't know what their family dynamic was but like maybe they had he had to like watch the house maybe he had to change some hours of work around also you can go out and get fucking <laughs> impregnated by somebody else yeah. i'm not now i gotta watch that kid too get the fuck out of here with that yeah i mean that to me is a lot um because it's it's interesting because, like, that other layer, one thing I will say is at least he found out while she was still pregnant. Because what would you do in the event? I'm sure this has happened plenty of times. What would you do in the event that you found out after the fact? Maybe you've had the kid and you've been raising him as your own for years and years, and then you just find out. What happens then? That actually happened to somebody. That they found out that their kid wasn't their kid. And I mean, there's got to be tons of stories. Yeah, like that, right? Ooh, write I them feel in terrible for the kid because the kid is like, "This is my dad," and then it's not. Well, that's my point. That what a that's probably mom that is, that's that, fucked up. That to yeah. me is one of the only situations that I could think of where I would probably, I not even probably. I don't know if you go five years thinking something is your kid, and if one day you know they're they're a part of their life, they remember you. It's cognizant to them that you know you play that role. Um, and that to me is the definition of a dad. It doesn't have to be your biological kid to raise a kid. That to me is, is a dad, right? But like to find that out after, I don't know how you could, especially if you were a good dad about it, walk away from that relationship. Like that's, that's tough. If you walk away with, from the mom, maybe say, look, you know, there's, we're going to get separated, whatever. But like, you have to continue to play a role in that kid's life. I think, I don't know how I could. A famous Christian once said 18 years, 18 years on the 18th birthday, he found out he wasn't, he is. Kanye. Yeah. 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 So it happened to somebody he knows too. Well, if they know, send it in. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's true. I remember hearing that and being like, like the first time I heard that song, I remember being like, Uh that's so fucked up to think you raise someone into a man like in your image, right? Like, this is my son. He's going to be just like me. He's going to be raised the way I was raised. You have one chance at this. And then you're like, not your kid. That's terrible. That would be, yeah, it would be really, really bad. I think really you should bad. go to jail if you like let a person believe that that's your kid, and it's not. Oh, I think actually there there probably is some. Yeah, that should be against the law, think, right? Yeah. yeah, I mean, I would think, you know, but I don't know. I mean, there there's a lot to that that's obviously pretty screwed up. But I think at the end of the day, 
You know, yeah, I don't think, but like, well, you know, just selfish. You're like, oh, he wouldn't be a good dad, but this guy will. Well, be. Let, me, let me ask some. Let's say, God you forbid, know? let's say, God forbid, that happens to you, right? And you find out years into the kid's life, can you just walk away from being now? You've got no, no relation the, to that no, kid. No, but she's done. Yeah, right. She's gone. But the then, kid, I'll be like, yo, now we're but, just like we're friends. I'm just but yeah, but technically kid, but. speaking, you would have no legal. Yeah, um, but I would, yeah, but I would. I, it's not the kid is is. That's friendly fire. It's got nothing to do with him. No, I understand that. It's not about him. My point is, you or her. you technically speaking. Wouldn't be like legally. I don't think legally you would be. If if they wanted to start a problem, let's say like if it got hairy in the sense that, let's say they didn't know either, right? Mm-hmm. And you got to you know you split up from the situation and all that other stuff. There, I don't know that you could basically like say I need visitation rights in this that. If they wanted to be difficult about that, they probably could. That that's yeah. really that really sucks. Can you kind of get over that though? Like if you don't get visitation rights, you're like, oh, I mean, <laughs> I feel like if you if you love something, you know what I mean, like that that I, especially for that long when you have that kind of a connection with it, because you're gonna go well, through yeah, I mean, all of the think about it. Like if you had a a, a nephew that had to th- somehow end up in your care, you'll definitely love that kid. Like it's your own. Oh kid. yeah, it's yeah. not yeah. You know. So, b- bottom line is that's a trash ass move. Terrible. Really terrible. So we're gonna, you know. Uh, to Thanks for writing in, Raw Dog. <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> they asked. They asked to be called that. But yeah. So when you send in stuff, like put weird names. Yeah. Call yourself anything you want. Anything. Have fun with this, guys. Yeah. This is um a really good one. Uh, Dear Albie Mailbag at Gmail dot com. And I'm saying it's a really good one because um it starts with my favorite new way to start an email. Chris, this has been happening a lot. I have not read this. Um, but it says, no, please keep this anonymous. That, to me, I'm like, golden, let's go. Yeah. 90% of the time, That's I like don't even read starts it. Listen, don't tell anyone this, but yeah, you right. know what I mean? Right. And like, yeah, you no, know you're going to tell everybody. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, yeah, I am going to fire up the microphones and we're going to have fun with this. Um, anyway, dear Albie, I am in my early 30s, but over a decade ago when I was in college, I was a big mess. Partying, acting rec- recklessly, missing class, and generally not taking care of myself for my reputation. I did some unfortunate, embarrassing things, worst of which was hooking up with my friend who was dating and living with another friend. At the time, it sounded like their relationship wasn't going well, so I was under the impression that they were ending things anyway. That doesn't excuse what I did. In fact, it makes it worse because I should have respected my friend enough to either wait until it was over or better, not get involved with with, with the other party. I realized what a snake I was, and I still cringe about it today. It has been over 10 years, and I no longer talk to any of them or behave the same way that I did at that time in my life. I've done a lot of work to turn things around, and I'm proud of who I am now. But my past hurtful decisions make me feel ashamed. I've already apologized to the people that were closest, family and some friends. But the others that I hurt still cross my mind, and I wish they could feel how sorry I am. My question for you is, should I reach out to the people I haven't spoken to since college and apologize for my actions, or should I let things rest and just try to accept myself and do better in the future? Does it do more harm to dig up things from the past and contact them out of nowhere to clear my own conscience? Thanks for your help. B. Here's what I would do, B. I would um, probably write whatever message you want to write, however you would do it, email, text, whatever. Send it. Make sure it was sent. And I would immediately block them because they're already not in your life. So, like, you got it out, and you're not going to see what they say back. It's just done. Yikes. Hmm. Like, you sent it out there. It's in the past. You're leaving it in the past. They're staying in the past. This will not start a conversation. It will not reinvigorate a friendship. It's just 
your conscience is cleared. You did what you had. You got said what you have to say. I don't know what she did. She's making it sound like she robbed all of them. She like, physically no, hurt no, people. No, no, she's talking about the cheating thing. Like She yeah. basically hooked up with somebody's boyfriend, it sounds like. But it um, sounds like she did a lot of stuff. Well, there's Could, more. She but reconciled it, with other people, yeah, so I don't know what she's talking yeah, but about. Yeah, well, she's talking about specifically this one thing. Oh. Yeah. Well, I so you would block the person. Well, no, not if I knew. No, I didn't know specifically what was happening. Because, see, I, I feel like then they would screenshot and then send it to the people they used to be friends with. Well, wow, then you can even tech. start it with, listen, don't feel the need to respond to this. Um, I'm uncomfortable writing it, so I'm probably not even going to stick around for a response. Well, here's the thing. I personally, I, I'm, I'm not kidding either. That's 100%. I personally, I hate that. Personally, I mean, I mean, like, I that's not how. Here's it's a little cowardly, but it's yeah. Like, I don't look at it because to me, it's this right. You're apologizing for. You have to decide whether this apology is for you or for them. Well, she's doing it for her. She already said that. And this, to me, is an apology for herself. The first person you really have to forgive is you. Mm-hmm. You've really just got to live in that space, in my opinion, because if this is just a college relationship that went awry, okay, well then. You know, do you really want to connect and rekindle this friendship with them anyway? I mean, if you do, maybe then, yeah, the apology is worth something. But, like, it seems to be kind of something that I would think is a fly-by-night issue. Now, if you did something that really hurt somebody's chances of having a better future mm-hmm. somehow or, or really hurt someone in a way that's severely damaging, tough to get over, will change them as a person, um, then that apology also has benefits for them. You know what I mean? And that's a little bit of a different take on it that I have. Mm-hmm. Because at that point, like, yeah, them hearing that might be a very powerful thing for them. Like, there are people that have reached out to me in my life that apologize for things that they did years prior. And I did appreciate the apology. And it did, like, forge a friendship. And it was good. Yeah, but I also think people do a lot of, like, stupid stuff when they're young in college. Like, you know, everyone does it. So... She should really just move forward. I mean, if it's really keeping you up at night, I want to know more about what you did, though, because she just said she did a lot of stuff. Jules loves to dig. See, I, I, I think it's good to apologize and, like, make up for it, but it really depends on the maturity of the other people, too. Exactly. So, yeah, like, if they're that. not going to handle it well, like, you don't want that to ruin your day and, yeah. like... Mm. You know, like for me, I'd have an easier time telling myself like, oh, they're probably happy right now. They don't want to hear from me. Yeah. Whatever. But if they, you know, if I had a feeling that they would be receptive to it and maybe if, if it were something that I wanted. Like, here's the thing. I'm happy with the people that are in my life right now. So I don't really feel the need to go back. And like, that's why I would kind of leave it as it was. Like I said, if anything, I would ignore the person even after and say, don't even feel the need to respond to this. I just, you know, I'm in a good place right now, but there's been, it's been looming over my head and I just want to say sorry about X, Y, and Z or whatever. But if the person still, even all these years later, are still really upset about it, not really good. Yeah. You know, because it kind of brings you back to that place, and I don't know. It seems, honestly, for, like Jewel said, college is when people make decisions like that. You know what I mean? Um, and I think that if these are not people you're looking to forge a new friendship with, you can kind of just learn to forgive yourself and move on from it. Um, if you do want to express that and you feel like that's a necessity, you have to acknowledge that this is a for you thing, mm-hmm. not a for them thing. Um, because in a way, um, you know, I, just, I just feel like you need to be then open to whatever you get back. If they're nasty to you, you could be like, all right, cool. It is what it is. Mm-hmm. You got to clear your own conscience of that stuff and allow them to behave however they want to behave after that. You know what I mean? Yeah. But that's, um, I think it's pretty simple. But if they're nasty back, like, just don't get back into it. Like, keep going forward. Because when, when you look back on stuff, that's not, you're not going there. You just got to keep moving forward. Don't stay in the past. I agree. I agree. 
This is good. You have a good day over there? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How are you feeling, Chris? I got to call somebody in a minute. So I got. All right. I'm focused on that. Well, <laughs> glad you're here. Glad you came in. Are we done? Uh, yeah, we're done. Oh, we're well. Done. Yeah. Well, I feel like there's like just three really long questions. Two. There, We've been getting a lot of that. Three. Yeah. We get paragraphs, right. paragraphs. But we like we like them long. Sometimes. Not all the time. I mean, when, it, when it's good. People are yeah. sharing some good good stuff lately. Exciting stuff coming up. So, yeah, a lot of good stuff happening. Um, but dear gmail.com guys, subscribe, like us, rate us, all that stuff. Are you supposed to read an ad at any point today? I'm going to do the ad read separate. Oh. Instagram, Facebook. Hit us up. Hit us up. All right, guys. the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.